white Sape car right now. A white car with uh, speakers on the top of it. Right now it's driving backwards and uh, we're driving on the harbor in Stroer. Maybe you can hear the the sounds that the speakers are playing from on top of the car. It goes like this. And I'm sitting on the back seat of the car. And in front of the in front of me is Amber. Amber Muelitsja. How was that pronunciation, Amber? <laughs> you say uh, Mühlenizer, but I, I like the way you say it, Mühlenizer. Mühlenizer. Yeah. Amber is sitting uh, in front of me, and she's both uh, driving the car backwards, and at the same time she has her right hand uh, on some sort of mixer playing these sounds uh, that are coming from the speakers on top of the car. Let's just listen for a moment. the car is driving at the harbor still just beside the water and it's a pretty open space but around us is is a bunch of uh, bigger warehouses with large um, facades and if you listen you can hear how the sound from the car reflects on these these bigger walls far away and comes back here to the car.
there are not very many people. There is a, a yellow truck. And there's two seagulls sitting pretty close to the car, but they don't seem very disturbed oh. by the scene, by the sound. They're not impressed at all, seagulls. I've been trying to make them respond, but they don't. They don't do anything. Maybe they're deaf. What kind of uh, animal do you think have the best response to these compositions? Um, insects always like my speakers, but I think it's more the, the color than the sound. But they don't seem to bother at all if it makes, if it's on or off. But they're always around. So I guess insects are maybe like the best non-human audience for these kinds of sounds. <laughs> or maybe fish, water creatures. And uh, this is what we're doing now is sort of a test drive because the next days, uh, Amber, you will you will make some car drives uh, doing straw tracks, which uh, which will happen like throughout the week. And uh, could you maybe uh, try to say a few words about what, what what will happen on these drives? Um, so I'm playing. I'm driving really slow through uh, the city and through this part of the harbor and what I'm trying to do is uh, with this mix of sine waves which are based around one frequency with very little differences I'm trying to search for these reflections and these little acoustic things that happen these different tones, the whooshes, the environmental sound that interacts with the um, With the, with the beating tones and with the, with the acoustic effects these sine waves create. And this combined with um, a slow movement of the car and, and also the moving of the direction of the sound um, is a, a kind of constant research I've been doing into architecture, these type of speakers, because they're also very, very specific speakers. They're these cone-shaped cone old intercom speakers that really project the sound uh, very very direct it looks like the kind of uh, same speakers you would have on uh, on top of a like a propaganda car or commercial car something blowing some information out to uh, to some audience yeah it really uh, has these kind of associations um, so that's also nice to have to have these kind of more abstract sounds or I don't know if you have to call it abstract but more non um, non communicate don't they don't have a meaning to communicate other than the sound itself and I think that's a nice contrast with the association that's that's mostly there also for people just seeing the car uh, with the speakers and and having uh, their memories connected to it um, I can i can maybe add that in front of you, uh, just um, over the different knobs and stuff on the car, there's uh, this long piece of uh, tape or paper with uh, small uh, things written on it. W what is that, Amber? That's my uh, partiture, the, like, um, how do you call it, your tab, tab? How do you call it in English? The A sheet yeah. or something? The sheet music I made for, uh, for Struer. Um, and it's basically the all the faders, which are every fader is one frequency. Um, it's all the numbers of the faders that I move up and down uh, during the composition. But it's just the numbers. There's no time co coding. 
uh, is just linked to the place and the pace of the of the partiture or of the composition is um, is uh, defined along the way actually. It's 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 something I I don't like to really time. I, I always try to do it in the beginning, but then and when you're doing it, you really have to let go and just uh, yeah, just have certain marks. But for the rest of the the tempo and the timing is kind of fluid. Where are we on the on the partiture now? <laughs> now, um, let me see. I think we we just passed warehouse and the loud beams I sent earlier were number six here and then I went back to 738 and now we are playing three four five six so I'm slowly moving back to um, movement A <laughs> and what happens in this movement in this movement we have we have four frequencies and very little um, frequency differences which create uh, large beating tones and um, these have um, the advantage or the, the the acoustic effect that they they interact easily with um, the environmental sounds like now we hear a kind of machine in the back and the humming of this machine and and the the sound of the water are alternating with the beating tones and there's kind of a whooshing effect which i like very much and in changing the volume of the frequencies and and um, defining which frequency sings with which frequency uh, actually the only thing that changes are these beating tones and 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 their intensity so that's basically what's what we're hearing now and also what's like the the main effect or the main uh, movement in the composition <laughs> 